KTSA News Flash. Another surprise in this week's unemployment report. A new pandemic era low. According to the Labor Department, first time filings for weekly unemployment claims fell by 36,000 to 293,000 last week. That was much better than expected. That's correspondent Diane King Hall. That's the smallest number of people to apply for benefits since March 2020 when the pandemic intensified. The federal government is giving the Texas economy an early Christmas present. Mexican tourists will be allowed to cross the border and do their shopping in places like Laredo for the first time since the COVID pandemic began. You know, so many businesses have been impacted uh, heavily, you know, heavily here in the uh, the downtown area specifically that depends so heavily on, on the Mexican shoppers. So none of we're static. Laredo Mayor Pete Sines says more than one third of their sales tax revenues normally come from Mexican shoppers. And the economic impact spreads across the whole state. A study by Rice University found Texas suffered billions of dollars in economic losses just in the retail sector when Mexican shoppers were cut out of the equation during COVID. The Biden administration is poised to restart a controversial immigration policy which forces asylum seekers to remain south of the border while their claims are processed. That's according to Texas Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar. The MPP, uh, the Migrant Protection Protocol, uh, will probably get started uh, sometime in the next month or so. It was back in August that the Supreme Court ordered the White House to comply with a lower court's ruling and reinstate the Trump-era policy. There has been a growing call to revive the Migrant Protection Protocol, or MPP, after thousands of Haitian migrants showed up to the Texas border. Immigration rights groups have labeled it as counterproductive. Activists are pressuring the Texas state legislature to pass a bill that would ban transgender participation in high school sports. The Texas House will vote on the bill today. It would ban high schoolers from using an amended birth certificate to participate in girls' sports. But opponents say it's a solution in search of a problem. The group Equality Texas said in a statement that the Texas GOP is putting politics above innocent children. The state's new redistricting map has the approval of the Texas House as of early Wednesday. The map would shore up Republican control of the chamber, reduce the number of competitive districts statewide, and protect incumbents in both parties. In a 16-hour debate in the House from Tuesday into early Wednesday, Democrats objected to the map in racial terms. The House voted 83-63 along party lines to approve the map. Federal investigators have opened a wide-ranging probe into the potential abuse of young people in the custody of the Texas Juvenile Justice Department. The allegations coming from inside correctional facilities for Texas' youngest offenders are terrifying. Staff members have reportedly paid children with drugs and cash to assault other children. Kristen Clark is Assistant Attorney General for Civil Rights. She says all five of Texas' juvenile lockups are under the federal microscope and that 11 staff members have been arrested on charges of sexually abusing children in their custody. That's correspondent Jim Ryan. The attorneys for former Bear County Constable Michelle Vela want DA Joe Gonzalez removed from her upcoming corruption trial. The defense filed a motion this week to have Gonzalez removed from the case because of a conflict of interest. In an evidentiary hearing two months ago, Gonzalez's former campaign consultant, Robert Vargas III, was accused of saying he'd find someone to run against Judge Velia Meza in the next Democratic primary if she didn't do the right thing in Vela's trial. The search resumes this weekend for a Texas State University student who disappeared 10 months ago. Jason Landry of the Houston suburb of Missouri City was last seen in December 2020. His wrecked car was found on a rural road outside of Luling, about 30 miles from the Texas State campus in San Marcos. The Caldwell County Sheriff's Office says Landry's phone, wallet, and keys were inside the car. On Saturday, search crews will start looking at new areas of interest. 
A man is dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound after a police standoff for several hours Wednesday. Police responded about noon to an apartment complex on Danny K. Drive, where a man on parole for murder shot at a woman after an argument. Officers don't know the relationship between the two. The man closed himself in the apartment and refused to come out for more than six hours. At about 6.30 p.m., the man started an exchange of gunfire with police. He was wounded and then shot and killed himself. Police are investigating after a tow truck driver shot a man during a repo on the southwest side. Officers say the tow truck driver was about to hook up the car about 4 p.m. Tuesday on Fenfield Avenue near New Laredo Highway when an armed man came out of a home and confronted him. After an argument, the driver reportedly felt he was in danger and shot the man several times in the torso. The man is hospitalized in critical condition. The tow truck driver cooperated with police. No word on possible charges. Metro health officials are reporting 316,390 cases of coronavirus in Bear County. That total includes 310 cases that were reported Wednesday. Officials reported two new deaths, raising the county's death toll to 4,649. The number of hospitalized patients is now 428. More than 305,000 patients have recovered. The YMCA of Greater San Antonio is offering sign-on bonuses to attract new personnel. They need 30 child care employees for full-time and part-time positions in San Antonio ISD, Bernie, and New Braunfels. Most of the positions start at $12.50 an hour, and sign-on bonuses of $250 are available. There are 300 kids on the waiting list for the YMCA's after-school program. Financial aid is available for families who need child care services. The world's biggest bounce house is making a return trip to San Antonio next month. Guinness World Records certified Big Bounce America as the largest inflatable bouncy castle in 2018 at more than 11,000 square feet. But the company says it's been expanded to 13,000 square feet. Big Bounce America will return November 12th to the 14th to the Holotus Festival Grounds on Leslie Road near Loop 1604. Ticket prices start at $19 for toddlers, good for three hours per ticket in a dedicated time slot. KTSA AccuWeather. As we head through today, it'll be cloudy with a couple of showers and storms this morning. Watch for localized flooding later this afternoon. Dry high 87. Clear tonight, low 65 to 72. Nice weather tomorrow and Saturday with sunshine. High 84 tomorrow, just 74 Saturday. I'm Bill Dagger with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.